So I was thinking that maybe this time my audio could be bad. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and do that then? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, it just said uh, you were consenting to being recorded. So yes. there's that. Yes. Okay. I'm I, making a I, lot of assumptions on my part, but. Uh... Yeah, truly you are. Uh, okay. Should we start? Let's start. All right, I'm going to try to remember everything I said. I honestly, I considered just re-recording my responses in the exact cadence and tone of voice, but I figured this would actually take less time. Yo, it definitely will. It'll, it, it won't take very much time. Uh, what are we doing? What's are, happening? Wait, are we recording yet? Yeah, we are. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. I'm going to hit record on my actual recorder because it'll be a it'll be a cleaner copy. Hold on. Okay. Because you want me to start over? No, 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 no. You send me everything. I, <laughs> I will I will be able to line it up with the digital peaks and valleys. Okay. Okay. Now I am now I am legit recording on an actual recording device. Okay, you're re you're recording. And why is it that you're recording? <laughs> I'm recording because we're doing a very special episode of our very special show. And not only is it a very special episode because of what we're talking about, it's a very special episode because this is the second time we're doing it because we are the princes of perfection. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, is this the only time we've had to do this? Yes, I think it maybe, is. Yeah. Okay. Is it? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, it's not the it's not the first time I've had to do it in my life. No, but uh, and same, same, but. I think, it, like, at least in this case, it's a short one, right? If we had been going long, this would be a, an entirely different story. You know what, though? If this had been short. one of our, like, too long episodes, I would have been like, this is the universe saying, keep it keep it concise. Keep it <laughs> keep it short. Maybe don't publish this one. So what <laughs> happened was I re we recorded a whole episode, and then I went to go edit it. And how would you describe my audio? A terrifying. A yeah. harrowing experience. Uh, <laughs> It sounded you like I was, what? You said, why is the devil there? Yes. And I said it sounded like a hog, because it sounded like an angry animal. But Which which doesn't negate the presence of the devil. As we know from the Amityville horror, demons can take on the pig form uh, very easily. Yeah, we also know that from the Bible, and you just critiqued me off, Mike, for not knowing the Bible. Right. So... You should know that the baby Jesus is a blank-faced uh, peg Play boy. Playmobil figure. <laughs> okay, uh, welcome to Pizza Toast. Obviously, that's a, that's what this is. This Quite is obviously. <laughs> yeah, clearly. This is a podcast about the Netflix Babysitter's Club series for one more week. Mm -hmm. And uh, my name is Christy. And my name is Phil. And we're talking about this season. We're talking about the season two of the mm -hmm. Babysitter's Club Netflix series. Eight episodes, not very many of them. This is our anticipated wrap-up because people were like, I only got to hear them talk about each episode for about an hour. I really need to know what they think about it in an, like, sort of an umbrella overall. Yeah, like maybe let's do a tight like 35 minutes on, a, yeah, <laughs> on what we thought of each individual episode. I took notes about our predictions and our desires and what we thought was going to happen when we watched that two-minute trailer uh, before, the, before the season actually dropped. I was thinking about like, is the trailer really indicative of what happens in the season? Because I actually think it... it, it uh, it captures the feel pretty well. But I mean, you know, in the way that like trailers do, they they, right. they leave you guessing. And in a, a good trailer will 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 
give you an idea of what you're about to see, but also take it down some paths that maybe don't lead to where you think they're going to go. Yeah. Uh, that being said, we got a lot of things wrong. And a <laughs> lot of things. A lot of things wrong. Right. Yes, we did. We did. Uh, the things we got right were maybe a little bit more obvious, but we did get them right nonetheless. Right, right. And we know this because we've already discussed this. Yes, we have, but uh, we can act like we have not discussed this and we are uh, having new revelations. Uh, uh, and the way, we'll, the way we'll indicate that we're having new revelations is we'll say things like, oh, and yeah, and <laughs> golly. Golly is what I'm gonna default to the rest mm-hmm. of this episode. Yeah. So, uh, so our first big, our first big prediction was that we were gonna get a lot, like a season's worth of Shannon Kilborn. Uh, how much Shannon Kilborn did we end up getting? Uh, a little less than none. I think it was uh, on a scale of one to nothing. I think it was <laughs> closer to nothing. None and absolutely not. No, no, no Shannon Kilborn in Christy and the Snubs, the season opener, nope. which was where we thought we were going to see her because she is some of the titular snub of the title. Right. Some of it. But they had decided that it was more important for the mother of Amanda Delaney to be the snub in this right. episode. Now, we got no Shannon Kilborn, but we still got the equivalent amount of shannon that the book gave yes. us the yes. book still gave us two shannons girl and canine dog yes and Do- uh, dog be dog did become shannon by the end of this episode. yes dog become shannon, dog become uh, shannon. mom uh, become shannon as well yes <laughs> yes uh louis has passed away yes. r.i.p louis and uh obviously they need a replacement dog uh, judging from the way David Michael is like sleeping with the dog bed, maybe mm-hmm. sleeping in the dog bed. For some reason, in my memory, I remembered it as being David Michael was sleeping with the dog's corpse. <laughs> like I remembered him like curled up around the dead dog, and I was like, no, wait, that can't possibly be what it was. So much more morbid, and yeah, it was not that. No, he was just uh, hanging out with the dog bed a lot. Uh, yeah. This was an episode where. There was uh, the Delaney's. Uh, Watson was like, they're my great friends. And Liz we and never see were them like, again. what are you we talking about? We never see them again. They play no part in any of the rest of the season. No, and there's a lot of Watson in this season. So yeah. what's going on there? Yeah, they had their final hurrah. They said goodbye to the neighborhood by throwing them a puppy party and uh, <laughs> gave us Shannon. <laughs> to their credit, the, the party looked great. We also Good. never see Shannon the dog again. No, we don't. <laughs> it's true. Maybe uh, I, don't, I don't know what the I don't know what happened there. Right. We see David Michael again. We do. Oh, we see David Michael quite a bit in the yeah. final episode, particularly in the baby parade. Yeah, but uh, but so we were wrong. No Shannon Kilborn. No Shannon. No Shannon. She never comes into play. Uh, yeah. We also never get to see Stacy doing any modeling as we predicted. <laughs> We do not. Uh, Stacy's emergency uh, instead is about Stacy continuing to have diabetes, which we did mm-hmm. say. Yes. Was going oh, to we happen. we we were right on about diabetes still being <laughs> right in her on. body. Yes. <laughs> so Stacy becomes like a junior ambassador for the JDRF, mm-hmm. and she has her friends maybe do some modeling. She tries to have her friends do some modeling, but everything falls apart because she gets a little sick on stage. And then they do all model 
in like a an amateur setting at the end of the show but we're not going to count that yeah but that's not modeling that's it's just not modeling. hanging out it's, with your friends it is hanging out with, it is a cute little scene it's a uh, digging into claudia's closet which of course is the closet you want to dig into if you're gonna yes. have a silly fake fashion show but uh so no stacy modeling no yes stacy diabetes she is still crawling with diabetes uh so much diabetes and uh, we also predicted that under no circumstances were they going to uh, give us any of Stacy's parents having uh, problems. Oh, we were wrong. We were wrong again. We made it so far. We made it six episodes in, and that and that was still true. Yep. Then suddenly they were yelling at each other when Claudia was bidding a sad goodbye to they Mimi. In, they introduced the conflict between Stacy's parents as a way I feel almost too slight us. Yes. It felt yes. personal. Like they were it like, did. ha They really slipped. I mean, it's like slipped under the rug a little bit. It's just like, hey, by the way, did you hear them yelling at each other? And then in the next episode, Stacy's like, not to distract from Christy's huge problem she hasn't told us yet, but my parents. Right. They hate uh, each other. Absolutely hate each other. They and hate in fact, each other. Almost seems to be like that would be a bigger issue than Christy's father coming back because at least Christy's had this problem with her father for quite a while. This is true. Uh, Christy doing doing some great nothing like the movie stuff with a uh, with regard to her father telling her friends not immediately but very close to the revelation that he will be coming back. Hey, does he come back? Mm. Mm. How do you define comeback? <laughs> Patrick is the worst. Patrick is a uh, the series uh, the series worst character. Maybe. maybe is he canonically Patrick in the books? He is canonically Patrick in the okay. books. Okay, uh, because they don't ever they don't he doesn't get much talk in the main book series. No, I'm uh, very glad that they don't talk about him any more than they do, especially yeah. given uh, what a good dad Watson is. What a good, good dad book good Watson is. Yeah. He gets yeah. mentioned. Uh, yes. We do. We do throw out a, a, a grand prediction, which is that uh, Janine is going to get a girlfriend. Uh, we got it right. We got this yeah. one right. Yeah. Did it, folks. We used our, our sleuthing, our Babysitter's Club mysteries special abilities to say that when the voiceover says, like, big changes are coming, and then we see uh, Janine briefly glance at a girl her age, we're like, That's, that means, yep. that means... A single yeah. look exchanged. Uh, we didn't know it was Ashley Wyeth. We did not know we that. Figured, yeah. uh, figured with Claudia and the new girl, maybe Claudia was going to be the queer character in this right. series. We no. thought that the that the Kishis were just going to be loading up on queer representation. We thought that was going to be our big our big boat for the uh, for the season, but it, it wasn't no, the case. There were there was transference to Dawn by the end of that. Uh, I, yes, I totally forgot about that. that yeah, Dawn... uh, I believe it is at the end of uh, Marianne and the Great Romance. Mm -hmm. um, casual revelation that Dawn is, I, I, I guess I would say pansexual. So it's across genders. Sure, she's, she's, she's vague about it. She is. Uh, um, she also, yeah. I mean, it is uh, as long as they care about, you know, like socialism. Right. Oh, Dawn also came out as a full-blown socialist. In this <laughs> yeah, <season. laughs> like just... <laughs> Tossing out buzzwords left and right. Uh, I'm not sure if she's understands all the complexities of what she's discussing, but she's 13 and doesn't need to. No, yeah, I uh, I'm a fan, uh, yeah. big fan of Dawn. Good, uh, good replacement, uh, apt replacement of Sochi Gomez. Kendra Sanchez did very well this season. 
Very well, yeah, yeah. Uh, managed to replace uh, a beloved character actress while also bringing her own spin to the character. Uh, uh, we, we wondered aloud, are we going to see a softer side of Janine? And oh boy, did we. We did. Uh, there is a split second in which Janine went from robot to real girl. Yes, <laughs> so, it, was a, it was our Pinocchio moment. Yes, it was a real Pinocchio moment for Janine, mm-hmm. who, as soon as she began talking about uh, Claudia needing to be there for her as a sister and have her having a girlfriend, she was a person. Because um, uh, in Claudia and the Side Goodbye, a very tonally different episode from everything mm-hmm. else, but a good episode. Uh Claudia does the thing where she runs from grief, and that means running from her family, who notices. Yes, and yeah. Janine calls her out on it, uh, uh, reveals that she is in a relationship uh, with, a, with, with Ashley Wyeth. With a lady. Who, with a lady, and uh, we don't... How old is Ashley Wyeth supposed to be? I'm just still like, is she a high schooler? She's a high schooler, right? She's a high schooler because she and Janine are always practicing and studying for the same exams. right. Um, we also predicted that Sharon and Richard were going to get married halfway through, which would have made sense considering that there is a Wicked Stepsister plot, but it doesn't actually involve a legal stepsister. No, they are not stepsisters. Uh, the, they, uh, the Spears temporarily move into the Schaefer home. Uh, they, uh... I think they're getting the house fumigated or something. They're getting it fumigated because of weevils or something. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, and this is this comes at a uh, in a point in which uh, we've already been teased a couple times about how Richard and Sharon are not going to be getting married yet, and Richard has said like they care about each other. They might do this eventually, but now is not the time. Not the time. And uh, this was a this was the episode where we had the good running gag of them all pretending that Richard was staying in the guest room such that uh, Don had to sleep on a couch at one right. point. Just to maintain though... propriety. Yes. It's very yeah. cute. Uh, yeah. That, and that's also like the closest, like this, this show gets to addressing the concept of sex. Like yes, that is, that's is true. That's about as close as we come to it. Uh, and you know what? That's okay. That is the, a all right. <laughs> the only other time we would maybe talk about it is uh, Liz and Watson trying to conceive Right, which, uh, which we don't hear about, and that is intentional, and they make it clear that that's intentional. And we we don't even know how they're trying to conceive. Nope. They don't even bring that up. Maybe they're no. doing it wrong, and that's why it doesn't work out. But again, <laughs> we're not privy to the actions in the bedroom. No, so, and we do. Oh, we get the huge change, which we hadn't talked about. I don't think very much. We threw out the name of Emily Michelle. We did. We we actually got into a big like. A uh, very fiery conversation about why this show is going to saddle us with Emily Michelle. Because the implication was, oh, maybe we're going to add Emily Michelle to the mix, a character who means absolutely nothing. Yes, because the because the trailer revealed that Elizabeth was going to try to have a was going they were going to have a baby, and so we yes. assumed that they were going to adopt Emily Michelle by the end, and that that was going to be the big tie into the baby parade. Mm-hmm. Instead, Watson just decided to adopt the pre-existing children. Yes. (laughs) They decided to officially blend the family because the family is already complete. And they were thinking of having a baby to tie everyone together. But they don't need to do that because they're already together. They're already a family. 
And uh, this is some of the best parent acting in the series when Watson goes on a tear about Patrick and how much he loves everyone. Now, speaking of uh, uh, expressed hopes and dreams for the season, we were like, are we going to get Jesse's family? She's getting her own episode. Will we get to see the Ramses? And oh boy, did we ever. <laughs> we saw every Ramsey minus... Cecilia, but nice. we're gonna say yeah. we saw every important Ramsey. Yes, we got every Ramsey that functions as a character within this part of the book series. Right. Yes, we got your Becca. We got your Squirt. Inarguably, the most important member of the of mm -hmm. the Ramsey family. We, we got, got your parents. Squirt. Also, being the uh, probably slogan for Squirt Soda at some point in the early nineties. <laughs> We sure did get some squirt. He's a he's very cute. Uh, he's a, he's a baby. Uh, he has to wear a dress at one point. It's great. <laughs> no armholes. No armholes. And uh, I'll say that with the exception of Becca, who's usually a more active character in the books, like she pops up a lot. Uh, yes. I would say that the characters all behaved as they do in the books. Uh, the parents are so. warm, but also very stern. Uh, like not afraid to like put Jessie back in her place when she starts like getting a little like uh rebellious in their household uh they run a very tight ship in the ramses but they're also very warm and very funny yeah we get a really good uh speech from Jessie's mother very mm. impassioned about how she can quit ballet if that's what she really wants to do but she can't do it just like because it seems like a, a good impulse to follow which is great mm. And also sure. leads into one of our big uh, predictions was that they were going to most likely change up the stories a lot because mm -hmm. uh, which they did and uh, which which meant a lot of times turning artists and actors into social media stars. <laughs> There's a very uh, the 2021 of it all meant that he had a an, uh, like basically a TikTok kid. Mm -hmm. I think that's what we could call him now. Maybe a YouTube kid who became a TikTok kid. And then we have like an Instagram uh, teen. Right. And uh, Ashley Wyatt is no longer a celebrated artist. She's a celebrated influencer. And uh, what's his face? Uh, Derek Masters. Derek Masters is no longer a child actor. He is the bear. <laughs> I almost said bare naked ladies. Babysitter's <laughs> Club. <laughs> Two very different entities. Yes. Uh, the Babysitter's Club equivalent of, uh, we figured, Ryan's World. The little yes. boy who started out by opening up toys on YouTube and is now a multimillionaire with his own mm. line of products at Target and Walmart. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and Derek here is referred to as, and in the title as the super brat, but he is not a brat. He's a really no. good kid. Yeah, uh, he is, he is, his, his branded name is Super Brat yes. because of a, of a, of a uh, viral video his mother made when he, or his father made, I guess. The mother's not really in the picture. Yeah. Um, his, his father is shipping him off to L.A. Yeah. We get the sad <laughs> ending where we think his dad is going to learn that maybe your child doesn't need to be uh, a social media star 24-7. But instead he learns he has to get his child away from other children who will cause him to want to do things besides be a social media star and an actor. Which is particularly sad because Derek is some of the only babysitting we get in the season. Right, we don't get much babysitting. Not a lot uh, of babysitting. You are correct that there were other, I mean, there's just a lot of other things going on this season. We had yeah. a lot of change-ups uh, in addition to the Emily Michelle, the no marriage between Sharon and Richard, uh, mm -hmm. 
Stacy and the JRD. It's just a lot of differences. Mm-hmm. Lot. They took they took the characters and the situations we loved and brought them into the 21st century. Yes. Uh, it was it's not dissimilar to the HBO series when they would invent a story whole cloth right. and it and it would feel very in step with the books. Uh we did get uh the 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 Claudia uh, the Mimi biker bar story, which we talked about a lot, which carried over from the books to the HBO series to this year. Our own, our only like real through line throughout yes. that. Like, <laughs> it gets better every time. Yeah. Too. No matter, yeah. no matter what, uh, throughout, throughout human history, the story of the Babysitter's Club has changed. But the one consistent factor is that weird biker bar story. <laughs> the oral tradition of the yes. Babysitter's Club it has to, it has to be altered over time. Uh I mean, the coda for Mimi's death is fully invented. It regards the baby parade, but we liked it, so that's yes. okay. <laughs> yeah, they wrapped everything up. Uh, one thing that Alana was was upset about, not upset about, like she wasn't like crying about it, but one thing that she, she kept pointing out to me was that this season seemed to have less of a overall story arc than the previous one. The previous one was definitely Christie's coming to terms with Watson and her mother. This one lost a lot of that in the middle, but then it sort of like swept it back up in the end. And yes, it did. Uh, yeah. yeah, it did. I mean, it tried to pull it back in and I think it did it pretty successfully. The Baby Parade is my favorite episode of mm-hmm. the season. Uh, I think it's uh, just did a bang up job all around. Um, I want to see I want to see more of them and I want to see more episodes like that. Yeah, and I kind of wish that they had been able to focus that hard just I wish that each episode had been allowed to have that much not drama but just that much focus like balance the elements that well cuz that one juggled a lot of characters and a lot of emotions but it still did it in a very satisfying babysitters club-esque way. We really what we need is more breathing room. We talk mm-hmm. about this over and over again like these episodes should not be constrained to however many minutes that they're pushing they're pushing the constraint onto themselves because they don't actually have to be. As far as we know, there might be some weird TV law we're not aware of. I don't know how these <laughs> things work. Uh, they're they're very well maybe. Uh, it's too bad because it's a because it's great when they do have room to do more in an episode. But overall, good season. Happy good season. with it. As of now, we have no clue when or if there will be a season three. Uh, as we talked about before, this show premiered originally in the midst of COVID, in the first summer of COVID. Uh, we had no idea if there was going to be a season two until they were like, there's a season two! And we we're like, okay. And mm-hmm. so if there is a season three, I assume we'll be hearing about it at the last minute, unless Marvel has somehow grabbed all these girls and is going to make <laughs> them into a superhero team, which I'm all for if it's all of them. Like, if it's all of them, then that's okay. And yeah, we talked to, I mean... On our on our prior record on, on on round one of this record, talked a lot about how curious we are about how COVID impacted this. Yeah, like we're thinking specifically about like how all all the Marvel properties. There's a lot of info about the impact of COVID on them, like their TV productions and some of their movies specifically. And we mentioned. It's hard with something like this because there's no one visibly aging at a rapid rate in most of those. Whereas here, all of the main characters are suddenly 25 years old. Right. (laughs) And they're wearing more makeup this season. We pointed this out. But also they call themselves out on it in the episode where Christy is attempting mascara. 
Yes. <laughs> but they I'm do, just, yeah, yeah. They And also you had said they settle into the wardrobe the way it is supposed to be by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. They somehow, like, figure it all out again. And by the, by the last episode, it looks like the Babysitter's Club again. Yeah. Mallory's um, got some overalls on. Marianne mm-hmm. is a little bit more demure. Uh, Marianne's hair is always fabulous, but I think that's actually a nice change. I like that. And I'm just saying, Marvel Disney, if you're going to poach from the Babysitter's Club again, I know she's only 13. Vivian Watson for Squirrel Girl. Let's see it happen. I'll go for a young Squirrel Girl played by Vivian Watson. I think she would be hilarious. She would. She is so, so funny. Mallory is truly the star of mm-hmm. this show. They try, they, this always happens with the Mallory's in the casting. Like they look exactly like they're supposed to. Yeah. They have the inflection they're supposed to. This Mallory is a little less tragic. <laughs> Although, as we said <laughs> in the episode, their, her family's income, I feel, could have been played up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. They did a, a decent nuanced job of it by pulling it into uh, the Dawn and the Wicked Stepsister episode. Right. Uh, and the one conversation, uh, I guess it's kind of a thread through the episode of her getting increasingly uncomfortable and then coming to a boil. Right. But it also brought us the best line delivery of the season. Stacy asked if it was charity. Uh, when she had the girls model and Mallory says, yes, that was literally charity. charity. (laughs) Very good. Which I believe I made the episode picture for that one. Yes, you did. Uh, A lot of zingers. Just good stuff all around. This is a good show. It it really did happen fast last time when we got the trailer announcement, then the release date announcement, and then all of the episodes all at once, as they do. Uh, So I'd give it a... Eight and a half out of ten. I think that's a good rating. I think that's good. Uh, I would like to see... I mean, it would be amazing if we could get super special type things. Yeah, I think that's what it's missing. I really do think... Like, I think a change of location is great. I think the Camp Moosehead one didn't quite hit the mark, but it did... It, it was a fun uh, diversion. Like, it was a fun, it was a fun way for them to spin off. Uh you want to see them get shipwrecked. No, I want to see them get snowbound. Oh. The shipwrecked, the... yes, but the snowbound one has the snowbound most Snowbound actual book as opposed to, they've never been shipwrecked as far as I know. I want to see them perform Peter Pan. You wanted the Peter Pan one, yeah. I love that tie book. Tie it in. Have them, tie it in, Netflix. You guys, you're doing musicals now. Let's see them do, uh, <laughs> let's see them do some, like a big musical that where Jesse wants the lead, but she can't sing. It doesn't, even if it's not Peter Pan, what what musicals do they have the rights to? Maybe they're going to do the prom. Who knows? What does Netflix have they the rights to? They do have the rights to the prom. <laughs> or your favorite musical, Be More Chill. Be More Chill. I love, <laughs> I would love to see them pluck something that is like, a critical darling, but not a, one of these like teen faves. Like, what if they did the Great Comet on this show? What if, what if they did the Great? What if they did Next to Normal? That's one they should tackle. There's so many good choices. They do. I want them to do something about like being in the throes of middle age, like company. Like that just feels totally inappropriate for children. God, let's let's get a urine town up there. I'd love to see them. I'd love to see them doing urine town. Uh, Avenue I hope Q. Netflix is listening. Kids right love Avenue Q. 
<laughs> I mean, that is, uh, the, that's valid, except I'm thinking about, like, the rent clean version that high schools have to perform. Rent, rent and junior. what the, uh, the Avenue Q one, they would just have to cut two or three of the songs. Yeah, Avenue Q one, they would have to cut 95% of this show, because what's not offensive is just irrelevant, because that show <laughs> is pretty much relevant within the year it was written. You mean there's a mention of George Bush? Hey, <laughs> guess what? The whole, like, Gen X is cynical about uh, our lack of options after uh, after college. Not really a big thing anymore because there's <laughs> other generations that have come along and they're having their own problems. It still uh, sucks to be broken, unemployed, and turning 33. Like There's that a is, whole song uh... about making a mixtape for somebody. Cute song, not really relevant anymore. <laughs> I guess... The uh, the song for now got updated slightly in that they swapped out George Bush for Trump at one That's point. That's true. But that would also sound not as good. I don't know. It's... There's also a character who is just Gary Coleman, who A, was very upset but had no power to stop them, and B, is dead now, tragically. I don't find the character funny anymore. <laughs> it's really weird that it, that it wasn't okay. It's just so strange. He did not like that the fact that they made him a goo like a character in a I know that in some countries they changed the character to Michael Jackson, which isn't better, but it's better. It's funnier. It's a funnier concept. And I also did not know that. Yeah, I guess they did. In some cool. in some non-English speaking countries, they because no one knows who Gary Coleman is in other countries. We know of him because he was a joke and then he died and his whole life is a tragedy. And now he's in a puppet musical forever. And people go and see it and they laugh. I have a lot At of least feelings he's about He's not a Q. puppet in the musical. <laughs> I don't know. In some ways, that would be better. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so they're doing Avenue Q in the next season of The Babysitter right. Stuff. No, uh, I want to see them do a show. Uh, let's see them snowed in. Let's see them go to Sea City again a couple yeah. times. Let's see Stacy have some boyfriends. Let's. Uh, there's a lot of ground. We have there's a lot of ground to cover. Maybe Sabrina the Teenage Witch will show up in a guest spot like she just did on... Uh... On Riverdale. That's just what happens now. That's just what happens now. Just what IPs. Happens. Just uh. cross over the IPs. Uh, but Christy, now that there is no season three yet, yes. what are we doing? What What's the deal? So before when we had a kind of break like this, we did, I mean, the longest term thing we did was the uh, the sisterhood of the traveling pants. We said mm -hmm. hello to our pants. We did say Eventually hello to Eventually we said pants. goodbye to our pants. Had to say goodbye uh. in the tragic way possible. <laughs> What a sad book. Uh, I was just thinking the other day about all the rules Carmen broke while in the pants and got really sad. Uh, it's good that that book is just sticking with me. But before that, we did a Matilda. We mm -hmm. did a Harry the Spy. And in that vein, we are going to read and then watch The Princess Diaries. One, and The Princess Diaries. Two. But right. not all the books. But no. Oh, no, 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 no. They're... Far too, too many. many books, which is also true of the other thing we're going to cover, which is Angus Thongs and Full Frontal Snogging. There is an adaptation of that. It is not as known as the Princess Diaries right. one. And that will be a first time view for both of us. Both of us, yeah. But you have not seen the Princess Diaries because it is 
not for you. That's not, it's none of your business. <laughs> it was, I, I started watching it once and I was like, this is none of my beeswax. Uh, I, I will say that I was, I did, I remember seeing the trailer for it in the theaters and being very upset because, uh, because, uh, what's her face, whose name I can't think Anne of? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway playing, what's her name? Mia. Mia Thermopolis. Mia Thermopolis. Uh, uh, they showed her in the trailer as 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 Mia Thermopolis, and they showed her as Mia Thermopolis, the princess. And it was one of those situations where, like, oh right, she's supposed to be unattractive because she has curly hair and glasses, and they make her attractive by giving her not curly hair and taking away her glasses, which made me go, I don't need this movie in my life. And, <laughs> and what you do need though is the book in your life because the book is exceptional. It's and I. And I am looking forward to it. I'm so I'm so looking forward to reading it. It's uh, uh, substantially more cynical than the adaptation. Uh, I think the adaptation is fun. Royal Engagement's kind of a mess of a movie. We'll probably spend a lot of time talking about Chris Pine's presence and uh, how he is being set up to be like a Hollywood hunk. And you know what? He kind of is one, but yeah. in a weird way. Uh, can talk about Chris Pine's career later, but in the meantime, <laughs> and we will, and we're going to for a while. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we'll keep the Twitter going. Pizza Toast Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're all right because there's going to be a break. By the way, yes. we're, oh yeah, yeah, we're going to take a little announce, break. Will we announce how long that break is? Hard no. to say. God no. Uh, <laughs> We're not going to do that. Uh, uh, yeah, you can keep up with Phil on P. Corey Gonzalez. Uh, you can keep up with me, Christy Admiral. Uh, um, yeah, I think that's it. That's yeah, it, if you right? like our show, give us a, a good review on Audible. Yes, or please Spotify. review us on Audible. That's the only place we want to be reviewed. Yeah, because it has the best way of reviewing. It ranks us based on narrator, story. <laughs> <laughs> and like content i don't there's it's they they make you rate podcasts the same way you rate books which is hilarious those are also kind of bizarre ways to rate books but yeah go off audible do yeah. your thing <laughs> uh all right are we saying goodbye yeah. to our friends i think for uh some time we're gonna have to say goodbye to our friends mm-hmm. in the most kate nashy way possible yes oi gov get away from <laughs> me mates <laughs> sit up say goodbye to my friends can always count on me. Yes. Count on me. Okay. Goodbye, friends. Goodbye, friends. Goodbye, friends.